Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Aegon, Alienad, and Garden. The three of you are in the depths of the pit of Glaycrin. And you have just defeated the beholder that was sort of behind a lot of the terrible things happening in this region, and was defending his master, Glay Kryn, the hate's heart, who was trying to be reborn. And despite Glay Kryn's best efforts, he tried so valiantly to get you to turn to his side, the three of you would not do so. However, in the midst of that, you did sort of make this pact <laughs> with an otherworldly being that you have gathered is a non-roll sin. And after having defeated the this horrible aberration, a non-roll sin in his white robe and kind of like silvery hair and platinum eyes has sort of stepped out of a doorway and behind him you see the abandoned chateau and he bids you welcome and as he does so you see that from behind him a series of kind of like pallid mannequin like hands sort of flutter out from behind him and just sort of float in midair just like hands that seem detached and as he moves his hands in kind of like a welcoming fashion into the abandoned chateau, all the hands sort of swivel in that direction as well. And he says, I do hope you'll join me. I'm sure that the three of you have uh, some questions, probably. Some is an understatement. <laughs> All will be revealed, my good doctor. Right. If I'm feeling up for it. We'll see how the mood strikes me. Frankly, your odds are like 50-50. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I remember what happened the last time I was here. Listen, listen, I don't have control of the place when I'm not there. When daddy's not home, the house just sort of does its own thing. But don't you worry, because Pops brought the key to the house. And he reaches into his white robe and pulls out a dismembered hand. That isn't mannequin-like like the others. It sort of seems like uh, an emaciated woman's hand. And he flops it around and it seems like kind of like rigor mortis has set in. And he kind of points it in your guys' direction. He says, so don't you worry. This old girl ain't gonna hurt you any. And he slides the hand back into his jacket and kind of pats his uh, robe. I roll my eyes and I just walk in. Aegon goes ahead and walks in. Eliot, are you walking in? Yep, I'm gonna walk in. Garden, are you gonna walk in? I'll, fo- I'll follow them. And you follow your friends. And as you guys step in, once again, the the oppressive kind of uh, foreboding feeling that the abandoned chateau gave you does kind of squeeze in on you a bit as you walk out. And Ananralsin walks through the portal and the pit of Glaycrin that's behind him now you see vanish as the hands that are kind of swirling and floating around him swirl out and grab the edges of the kind of tear in reality and wrench them shut and then fly back to floating around in non-real sin and that dimension is closed off he says you know I uh I didn't know if you had it in ya. Uh, but I gotta say, I'm impressed. Uh, impressed with what exactly? Well, y- the three of you. Uh, your heroics were very impressive. You guys... It- did a whole lot of really tremendous stuff. I mean, congratulate yourselves. Give yourselves pats on the back. You know, you, you did a good job. A good job of doing what? Everything that I thought you would, Elianod. You come to this region, and you find out that strange things are going on. So you start digging. You start finding. But all you find is more and more mysteries. And then you guys finally find what should be a beacon of hope, an angel uh, of Asiel, I believe its name was. And it's a, a being devoted to the greater good. And it tells you that you're corrupted and that this land is corrupt and it needs to be purged for the good of this world. And you guys did what you thought was the right thing and killed it. Now, of course, we come to find out that you guys were highly corrupted and the land was horribly, horribly, uh, uh, you know, afflicted with a a terrible malady, uh, a blight of aberrant energy. Uh, But, but you stuck to your guns and you killed an angel. How does that make you feel, Garden? 
Made me feel 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 real real great. Yeah, real great. Killing killing an angel of uh of of my god. Yes. Yeah, it felt great. Your sarcasm is duly noted, and it makes me tremendously happy to hear that. I. Uh, so how long have you been watching us? <clears throat> how many times have I been watching you? Is more like it. <clears throat> uh yes. For how long? Uh, I don't know. When were each of you born? What does that mean? Uh, I, my question stands. Uh, how old are you guys? Because that's about the amount of time that I've spent watching you. Why? For this moment. You see, I have a lot of power. And I have a lot of abilities. But there are certain things I just can't do. He reaches inside of his chest, like his arm just kind of like passes through it as if it's like phasing through. And he reaches back out and pulls out what's to you three is just a ball of glimmering light. It's almost blinding. You sense power from it. You sense power beyond magnitudes. And he slides it back into his chest. And he says, that's a fragment, you see. Of the eldest of all gods it's an ability uh, a power source if you will uh, that he dubbed metagame <laughs> wielding it lets you see this universe for what it really is and so I'm able to wield a fragment of the very first being that created this universe Rugalex, the nine-tongued king. But there's a caveat. There's always a, an issue, right? It's always a catch. And the catch is that I can't interact with beings of divinity. Uh, your Duke Lion, uh, their garden, as much as I'd love to wrap my hands around his neck and take back what's mine, I unfortunately cannot. He's in the heavens and the astral sea and he's doing his own thing and I just can't touch him as much as I'd like to. <clears throat> but uh, that also applies to beings like demon princes and uh, arc fiends and uh, lords of madness. So where do we come into all this? I thought it was self-explanatory. I can't do anything to these beings. But do you know who can, Aegon? You can. And you did. What I needed was Glaycrin to take himself a little power nap in Shothfilthgish. Have him join the other Lords of Madness. For what? Oh, my plans, of course. Well, what's your plan? You see, Elianad, time doesn't amount to a hell of a lot to me. Or any of the Lords of Madness, but they're all in a rush. They want to end this universe as quick as can be, just so they can make Rugalex as happy as can be. You see, the eldest of all gods really just wants this universe eradicated so he can start fresh. But his plans were foiled by uh, a band of heroes 
that I took a bit of a liking to. Uh, and you see, the issue is that those heroic souls, uh, they got scooped up by the gods of good. You're Duke Lion there, Garden. He just really had to stick his nose into my business. And so I need to kill all the gods in the universe. But it's not very easy to just go kill gods. Have you ever tried it, Aegon? Huh? I haven't. You haven't, right. Nope. It's difficult. Take my word for it. It's just not that easy. And so, what I need is for all the Lords of Madness to, to be waiting and ready so that when the time is right, they're all unleashed upon the universe instead of just doing their own thing. They're, they're in the habit of working alone and not really getting along with each other very well. But see, that's their issue. They can really, really stand to have a bit of teamwork if only they just do every little thing that I told them to do. And that's where heroes like you three come in. Because Glaikrin offered you. He let you know that, that you had a common enemy. Now, I don't think I would consider myself an enemy of yours. If anything, I'd consider myself a bit of a friend of yours. I you've somewhat gotten attached to the three of you, uh, watching you all your lives. And so, uh, you guys decided not to fix your arm. You guys decided not to take power and treasure you guys could have been his commanding officers in an empire of aberrant beings. And you decided to do the right thing. And that's why you really did me a great service. And it made me like the three of you all the more. Because if you had taking him up on his deal, then I would have been proven wrong, and you three would have not been the right choices. But, as luck would have it, I'm always right. And Ananral Sin just smirks, and once again you see rows and rows of sharp teeth as he grins back. Uh, and you blink, and they're gone again, and he seems like a normal human-like smile. Garden, you look like you got something on your mind. What are you trying to? What are you? What are you thinking about? Thinking about all of this. How long you've been watching the 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 uh <laughs> like how all this seems just seems it just seems preposterous, you know. You know, it's, it's it's like every everything in me right now wants to wants wants to hit you. What if I told you I'd be into that kind of thing? <laughs> Aegon, you look like you have something to say. <laughs> so if you've been watching us our entire lives, uh huh, and you've seen the things that we that happened to us, uh huh. Did you control that the entire time with Finfanto? Like, well, 
I. Uh, here's where things get a little complicated. I. Uh, I was actually thinking about going back and tweaking a few things, if you don't mind. Tweaking what exactly? Well, you see, I. I. Hmm, how do I put this? Uh, I was thinking about going back in time using my ability to alter reality and you know changing what happened to you three because you see you guys were thrown in jail for crimes you didn't commit and it strikes me that you would probably hate me a hell of a lot more if they were crimes you did commit. <laughs> you see, uh, my good doctor, Time doesn't really move in a straight line like you think it does. Everybody seems to think that time's like a river. It just starts at one point and flows down and reaches an end eventually, and it just keeps on moving in the same direction. But that isn't quite accurate. Time is less like a river flowing and more like taking a handful of water and just dropping it all on the ground at once. Time isn't very linear. Everything that has ever happened and ever will happen, it just sort of has happened. Now, that seems probably rather abstract and confusing. Uh, I, I admit the Far Realm is, is you know, a doesn't exactly make sense to those in the primary plane, but uh, essentially what this amounts to is the being known as Fin Fanto is just catching up to you. It's what's already happened because of what I'm about to do. And that is what? The hands fly back behind him and wrench open a portal. And he says... I'm about to do the best I can. And an honorable sin jumps backwards into the portal. You three are in the abandoned chateau. When you hear a shout come from behind you, you must follow him. And the three of you turn and see Zalg, the envy of the flesh of infinity. If you wish to stop a non-real sin from destroying your pasts and affecting what has already happened, what has caused you such terrible things, you must confront him. Or you can give up and run away. And you guys see the portal slowly closing. Here is my first big question to the three of you. Will you chase a non-roll sin, or will you surrender and let him do what he wants to do? Uh, 
I kind of have a massive issue with the idea of being guilty of killing somebody who's innocent. Like, being guilty of actual, like, harming somebody that's not. Zale shouts, it's not just some innocent person. It's going to be people in your lives that are close to you. I'm going to follow. Elianod goes to follow. Aegon, will you follow as well? Yeah, I fist bump Zalg and then I run after the... <laughs> run into the portal. Garden? Uh, well, I feel like I have to go. My Cree to, uh... To, uh... Duke Lion. And the three right of thing. you jump into the portal. You... <laughs> Essentially, you guys are somewhere very unfamiliar to you, Garden, and to you, Elianod. But for you, Aegon, this is immensely familiar. You are in your doctor's office. The office, the shop, whatever you want to call it, that you had where you performed uh, your medical practice. Can I tell, like, what time it is? Like, what what year, what period this is? I know there's no t there's no years in this world, but you what have a time? sinking suspicion yeah. that this is very likely the moment when uh, you had been operating on the governor's the yeah the governor's kid, mm -hmm. and he died. Your operating room is just a doorway away. The door is closed. All right, so I, I run in. Aegon kicks in the door, and the three of you see uh, a non-rule sin. However, he's in uh, a, a little bit of a different robe than normal. Uh, it is a white robe, but not quite what he was wearing before. Aegon, it looks like he's in your clothing. It looks like he's wearing, like, your own outfit. And instead of... And on the, the slab is... I... Uh, I... Uh, I... Uh, the... I... Uh, the politician's kid. And Anandral Sin sees the three of you and he says... What do you say we change this up and make it just a little worse for you? And he waves his hand, and the hands from behind him swirl around, snap their fingers, and instead of a politician's child that you were operating on, it is now two twin children that seem to be your siblings. Another hand waves across the room, and your worried parents' expressions are there. And Anandrilson pulls out two knives. He goes, let's get to business. Initiative rolls, all three of you. Seventeen. Twenty-four. Uh, eleven. Elianod, it is your turn first. Maybe about 15 feet away from you is the slab, uh, the ligurney, essentially, that has uh, the uh, the two siblings of Aegon, who you've never really seen before. Uh, but from 
Aegon's panicked expression, you can kind of tell who they are. Anandral Sin is across the room, or probably about five feet away, and he's using the scalpels almost as like carving knives, like like slashing them together with an insidious grin on his face. Okay. You said he's like five feet away? He's five feet from the the table. Uh, that table's okay. about 15 feet, so he's about 20 feet away from you. About 20 feet away from mm-hmm. me. I don't even know. Um, I, I, I guess I'm going to walk up to him and, and try shocking grasp. Sure thing. You have advantage. Okay. So that's going to be 23. That's a hit. Give me damage. Okay. That'll be seven. You electrocute him. Uh, Lightning crackles around him, probably more than you think should, and one of the scalpels drops out of his hands, and from out of his robes, axes and hammers and ant, like, you know, like uh, uh, tons of weapons just fall out of his robe, and you think that's what was giving you advantage, was just all the metal that was on him. Okay. Aegon, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to swing with my scimitar. You dive in and swing with the scimitar. Ten. Uh, with a ten, he uh, throws out his uh, scalpel and catches the blade. And he says, oh, now, my good doctor, I expected you to come at me with, like, I don't know, bear claws or something. And you decide to swing a scimitar just because you got a fancy magic gauntlet? Whatever. Anything else, Aegon? Uh, yeah, I want to turn into a brown bear. See, now that's the spirit. Uh, Garden, it's your turn. Mm. Well, let's, uh, standard attack. Absolutely. You dive in with your sword. Or, no, I'm sorry, axe, isn't it? You lost the sword when, uh, the curse was I lost... I lost a sword and gained a hand. Hey, you know what? Uh, you could wield a shield, so that's <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, all right, let's go. Um, 19 for the first roll. Uh, it's a hit. Roll for the second hit. <laughs> and a nine for the second roll. Uh, miss with the second one, but give me damage on that first one. All right. And how much damage are we talking? Uh, 12. I'm sorry. No, 11. 11, okay. Yeah. You slash at Anonral Sin's hand, and the other scalpel flies out of his hands. Uh, Anonral Sin says, Well, fine, fine, if you're going to ruin my fun here. And the hands swirl back behind him, on his turn, and another portal opens up. He says, we'll just see how we can jazz up Elianods. Mm. And he jumps backwards into the portal. 
Uh, Onionot, it's your turn. So I'm just going to follow behind him. You jump into the portal. Aegon, it is your turn. You see the sort of horrified expressions of your parents sort of fade and they vanish. And the two twins kind of vanish from the table and it's back to being uh, the politician's kid. If you want, as a bonus action, you can make a medicine check. Okay. That is a 11. With an 11, you think that if you take an extra moment, I, you know, delay a turn here, you think that you might be able to save the politician's kid instead of letting him die. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, you begin the process of healing the kid using magic that you didn't have before using medical knowledge that you didn't have before uh, go ahead and knock off a uh, uh, level 2 cure wounds Okay. and that's your turn Garden are you jumping through? yeah and Garden you jump through Elianod, back to your turn. You're on the streets of Zanjurel. And you see uh, the moment that your powers went out of control and you killed the, you know, nasty nephew of one of the highest ranking politicians uh, within Zanjurel. You see the old woman that he was about to, you know, he was like, you know, mugging and messing with and stuff. And you see what should be you standing there whose power is about to go out of control but instead you see a nonral sin in a long dress <laughs> and a nonral sin turns back and says oh now i think that we can definitely do better with this and a nonral sin waves his hand and the old woman changes to uh, an older human woman maybe like middle-aged not that old you know maybe 40s 50s or something uh and uh snaps his fingers and you see may your contact i uh, half elf and i uh, you hear her say elianot it took a long time of searching but i found your real birth mother i've reunited you two and I, uh, you see Anandral Sin roll up the sleeves of his, uh, I, 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 like the, the long sleeves of the dress, uh, that he's wearing, and he starts kind of, like, uh, rubbing his hands together, and you see power building up, he says, oh, now this is much better, I, uh, probably not, I, uh, your turn, uh, he's probably about, uh, 45 feet away from you. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna use chromatic orb at level two absolutely uh gonna uh tides of chaos that thing uh i don't have that because you never told me to roll a 20 so uh, and i have definitely definitely kept track of that uh <laughs> it's almost like i was trying to force you to take uh glaycrin's bargain uh <laughs> <laughs> um so i got uh 24 uh, 24 is a hit. Go ahead and give me damage. So, so 
Uh, fire element? Yes. Bo a ball of fire flies into a non-roll sin and strikes him center mass. Uh, and he, the spell that he's casting sort of, like, wavers a bit. Aegon. Uh, I imagine that, uh, you, uh, changed into your half-orc form to perform that surgery. Yeah, I figured I probably had to. Uh, you finish the surgery. There's nothing like a, like a, like a, a polar bear <laughs> or something trying to work on a... <laughs> oh no, you mauled him worse. Imagine it to be unbearable. Wah, wah. I... Do you want to jump through the portal at this point? Yeah, you. I, so he, I, I took care of everything on the on my end. You think so? You jump yeah. through the portal, and I, uh, I, uh, you sort of feel a weight lifted from you as you do so. Cool. Uh, and you jump through, and you see, I, uh, you're not entirely sure exactly what's going on, but you see Ali and I launch a ball of fire and an honorable sin in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-five feet away from you. What do you want to do? Um, let's see here. Forty-five feet. Let's. If I conjure some animals, will they come with? Be able to come with me? You uh, roll. Make a nature check. Sure. That's a ten. You don't know if you can even summon them here. Like, you're Ooh, bouncing through time. You have no idea, but you're going to lean towards uh, the, si the side of no. You don't think gotcha. that you would be able to. Okay. <laughs> then we are just going to throw a trusty old spear. Absolutely. 18. That's it. Cool. Six damage. Spear embeds itself into uh, uh, a sin's uh, shoulder. Uh, Garden, it is your turn. All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, put this arm to use and uh, take some swings. Absolutely. Go right ahead. Uh, let's see, twenty-four for the first. That's a hit. 19 for the second. That's a hit. Uh, you hit with both of them, so go ahead and roll damage twice and give me a total pool of the damage. Alrighty then. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen damage, thank you. You slice into a uh, uh, sin, and a sin sort of uh, uh, gives you guys a dirty look and says, "Guys, if you didn't like the dress, that's all you had to say." Snaps his fingers, and another portal appears behind an sin, who uh, laughs and says, "Let's see what we can do to Garden's family," and jumps into the portal. I, uh, Elinot. You see uh, the image sort of changing back to the politician 
and the uh, or the politician's nephew and the uh, uh, the old woman and you on the uh, street. You think that you might be able to defuse the power of your magic going out of control if you stay back and do so. Would you like to do so and try? Yeah. You go ahead and start to try to channel some of that power that's exuding off of, well, you. Uh, Aegon, jumping through the portal. Let's do it. Garden, jumping through the portal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, and I'll I, go. And I, I, uh, I like send my hands out to let Garden <laughs> go first. And Garden jumps through. Aegon, you follow. Uh, you guys jump into uh, uh, a port, uh, portal, and you see uh, a family of people who are dead. They're, like, butchered. And you see Garden, who seems to be just, like, having walked in through the front door. And from down the road, you can see the uh, the image of, like, lanterns. You think that... Garden likely walked in on this scene of carnage and was blamed for it, but you think that he was just stumbling upon it. However, uh, you uh, appear in the uh, in this image, and Anonral Sin is standing there. And Anonral Sin snaps his fingers, and instead of the family that's been butchered, you see a family of dragonborn who are tied up and have like blindfolds on. And he's uh, Anonral Sin is wearing the ar- the armor that Garden wears, and he pulls out a giant executioner's axe, and he goes, "How much more fun is it going to be if Garden just chops up his own family instead?" And he <laughs> spits on his hands, rubs them together, heaves the axe, and gets ready to chop. Elinod, you are pulling power out of yourself and it's a tremendous amount of power you think in order to do so uh you'll have to sacrifice uh one of your current second level spell slots uh in order to kind of channel that power and diffuse it uh Mm -hmm. and not have it like do any damage would you like to do so yeah you do so and you sort of feel better uh it seems like your power isn't going to go out of control Would you like to jump through the portal now? Yes. You jump through the portal and see the image that I described. You see Anonral Sin wearing Garden Morquill cosplay about to chop apart a family of dragonborn that seem to look very similar to uh, Garden. Okay. What would you like to do? Hmm... I guess uh, I'll just cast Firebolt. Sure thing. At an honorable sin? Yeah. Well, who else would I cast it at? I don't know. Maybe you're seeing double. There's four gardens here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's going to be 15. Uh, 15 is a hit. Okay. And that's two damage. Wow, two damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And Aegon, it's your turn. How far away? Uh, he's probably about t- 20 feet away from you. 20 feet away, okay. Um, I turn to Garden and I say, um, I know you have a lot of issues with your family, but we have to stop an honorable sin before he causes more trouble. And then I walk up 10 feet and cast Poison Spray. Constitution save you throw? Yep. Uh, he fails. All right. Come on. 12 damage. You launch a spray of poison into a non-roll sin, and he kind of coughs a bit and uh, reels back. Uh, Garden, it's your turn. <clears throat> well, heeding Aegon's ad- advice, I uh, I also go ahead and attack. I uh, I figured Duke Lion probably wouldn't want you know you chopping up your own family, even if they're not yeah. very good people. Uh, would you like yeah. to smite with any of these strikes? Uh, actually, yes. I yes. sort of figured you might. Uh, go ahead and roll the hit. Let's see if you get him. First attack, what you get? First attack, we got a... Unnatural 20. That's a hit. Roll for the second attack. Uh, 15. 15 is a hit. You hit with both. Uh, go ahead and uh, give me damage and make sure to make one of those a smite. Add that uh, bonus smite damage. You can give me a big total pool of damage. All right. Oh, shoot. I forgot what the... Uh... What the smite damage? I think uh, uh, 2d8, uh, if I'm not mistaken. You can double check me if you want, but I'm pretty sure it's 2d8 uh, damage for a first level smite. damage are we talking i'm expecting a lot (laughs) so am i (laughs) um okay all right uh 20 and you with your sword glowing slash into a non-roll sin twice uh, and he drops the axe, and it falls to the ground with a heavy thud. And Ananral Sin says, I should have known you guys would put up a fight over this, but I have all the time in the world. And he snaps his fingers, and the hands wrench apart reality behind him, and you see only darkness behind him as he jumps back into uh, the portal. Uh, I... not. Are you going to follow? Uh, can I roll insight? You sure can. Insight on who, uh, for the record? I guess on the, like, portal, like, where it is, what's going on there. Oh, uh, if you want to know about the portal itself, that'd be more of an arcana roll. 
Okay, then Arcana, I guess. Sure. Where am I not seeing this? It's at the top. Maybe not. No, it's not. Okay, uh, so that's going to be 19. With a 19, uh, the power coming from the portal seems somewhat familiar. You think that Anonral Sin has retreated back to the abandoned chateau. Okay. So then, yeah, I'm going to follow. Elianad lets you guys know where she thinks that portal's going, and Elianad jumps in. Aegon? I follow. You follow. Garden, you notice that uh, things start changing. Uh, it seems like the, uh, uh, the you know, reality kind of is going back to normal. Uh, you see the family still dead, unfortunately. Uh, you see the, the, you know, police essentially in the distance. Uh, but what catches your attention is that you think uh, from outside one of the windows, you can see the sort of the top of one of the heads of your uh, family members. You think that they were kind of watching and waiting when this happened. You think that likely what you can probably do is sort of grab yourself and move yourself out from the scene of the crime to be able to alert the guards. Would you like to do so? But the butterfly effect. Uh, uh. Would you like to worry about <laughs> time being altered? Because it seems like your friends have kind of done what they wanted with time. Yeah, but I, yeah, I'll do it. You it... pick yourself up, move yourself out <sighs> so that you're not at the scene of the crime, and then jump through the portal? Yes. And you dive through the portal. And Garden, you appear... Uh, just as you see your friends arriving out of the portal and you find that you're in, once again, the basement of the abandoned chateau. The room seems uh, fairly clean. Doesn't seem very dirty. Seems pretty nice. It was a kind of a, a, a mess the last you know time you were here. But perhaps you're at a different moment in time. You're not sure. And an honorable sin is standing across the room. And he just sort of smiles and laughs. He says, <laughs> you know that we can just keep doing this. And I think that we'll just keep doing this forever and ever. Because this is fun, isn't it? Are you guys not having fun? All I know is wherever you go, we'll be right behind you, stopping you from whatever chaos you cause. <laughs> uh, music to my ears. Except the stopping part. I just don't see that happening. Elianad, you look like you have something to say. Spit what, it out. What is it that you want from us? Like, what? what is it you want? What do I want? Yes. What do you want? What do you like? Do you want us to to do your bidding? Like, I'm not understanding. Like, what this is? What What is it exactly that you want from us? I assumed it was very self-explanatory. This is just fun. I have an eternity 
to wait for the time when the stars are right and all the lords of madness can rise out of Shothvilthkish and do war with the gods of good. But until that moment, I have a bit of free time, and that's where heroes like you three come in. Oh, it does give me so much delight knowing just how big of a thorn in your sides I am. I'm going to have a lot of fun with you three. And he smiles at you, Garden, and he says, Well, Mr. Morquell, what do you have to say? I don't say anything, but I grip, I, I, I grip my axe tightly. A strong, stoic type. I can get into a guy like that. I'd like to try uh-huh. and attack one of the floating hands. Sure. Uh, go ahead and roll the hit. Uh, 19. With a 19, you slice at one of the hands, and it uh, seems to connect into the hand, and it goes flying backwards. And Anandral Sin kind of looks at you. He says, you're just going to outright attack me? Really? Combat. That's what you want. You just want to end this. You, you don't want to keep having fun and, and having me try to uh, ruin your existence. You just, you just want to end this. It stops here. Huh. <laughs> you're, not, you're not being especially fun right now, Aegon. Elian, you you're you're with me, right? Like you don't want me just to outright killing you three. Like you you you'd like to keep having fun. I would imagine it beats dying, right? So live in a loop of us having to chase you and fight you off doing terrible things, uh-huh. or just one yes. final combat where uh-huh. maybe I'll die, maybe I won't. Whatever. Probably yeah, will. I'd rather opt for dying. That's fine. Wow. Uh. Mr. Tall, Dark, and Handsome? Uh, the brooding one over there? I choose death over spending an eternity with you. Wow. I mean, you know, you, you, you think you know people. I, I spent a long... Even if you didn't know I was there, I spent a long time with you. And so it just it just sort of hurts. I, I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I, I, it just sort, sort of hurts. Well, let's go ahead and do this then. A non-real sin kind of holds out his hands and you see uh, his upper body sort of detach from the lower and a black void appears and the hands all sort of circle out from around him and... Anonral Sin says, let's go ahead and do this. The floor vanishes out from under you guys, and the hands grow in size and catch you guys. And you guys are now standing on three of the eight hands that are floating around. And Anonral Sin has now grown huge in size. 
with that black void in his center mass. Or not center mass so much as beneath his, like, torso. Beneath his, like, above his legs and beneath his abdomen. You have exactly six seconds before I eradicate you. I do hope you'll use them very wisely. Elianot. You're within a sea of stars. You have the nasty impression that you might be in the far realm. Make me a wisdom saving throw right off the bat. That would be an eight. With an eight, your curiosity gets the better of you. And you can't help but look into the sky to see what's there. You're in the far realm. Like, what could it be? And what you see terrifies you to your core. You see space that seems to kind of pedal apart from each other. Almost maybe like the layers of like an onion. And what you see squirming through those layers are worms and beings of infinite proportions that are larger than the planet that you were on. It utterly devastates you to your core. You lose half your hit points. Awesome. You don't know how much longer you could survive in such a horrible place. What would you like to do with your turn? I don't know. Uh, I guess try and attack him. Um, I'll use fireball. Sure thing. Uh, he gets a 20 DC. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, he that he passes them. So that only gives four d six of damage then. Seventeen. All right. You launch a fireball across space, and it kind of connects into a non-roll sin, but most of the fire gets sucked into that black hole that is underneath him. Aegon, it's your turn. So, we're standing on hands, mm -hmm. giant hands. Uh, once underneath the hands, just emptiness. Emptiness. Make a wisdom saving throw. Fifteen. With a fifteen, you are able to resist looking out into the void, and you think better of looking what's underneath your hand, the hand. But as you kind of move around, you can feel the hand move with you. You almost think it's connected to you in a way, and if you want to get up close to a non-roll sin, this would allow you to do so. Okay, so that was my next question, was could we get closer? So how far away is he again? I... He seems fathoms away. But as you think about getting closer, the hand jets you forward and you're next to him. Okay. 
Um, I say to Garden, hey, do you mind using Lay on Hands on Elianad to give her as much of her health back? I don't know. Is that Does that make sense? Can I say health? Uh, yeah, you can. Okay, Anonymous Sin shouts out and says, it's not going to matter much in a few moments. Right. Uh, and then I turn into a polar bear and try to attack. Please do. If I use Lay on Hands, is that like, can I do that now or that count during one of my turns? That would have to be on your turn. Yeah, on your turn. Uh, I got a 20 for, uh, unnatural 20 for the first one. Unnatural 20 is a miss. And, uh, well then, uh, miss 19. You go to claw and bite at the, at a non-roll sin, and your attacks just sort of, fa- almost phase through him. Alright, can I roll insight on how to attack him? You sure can. Oh, it's not good. I don't know, four or something. I don't know what inside is. Uh, you're, five. You're currently fighting a being that bends reality. Okay. Uh, Lord of Madness. You don't know what the hell to do. All right. We're fucked, so. Garden, it's your turn. Mm. Did you want to go try to heal Elianon? Yeah, that'll be my turn if I do that, will it? That is correct. Yo, what the heck? How much HP are you giving Elianod? I uh, I think your uh, Lay on Hands is what, like five times your level? Yeah. As a max? Uh, did How much did you want to use? Uh, I'll use the max. And what is the max? Uh, the, uh, I'm sorry. What level are you guys? Uh, 30. So 36. Yeah, 30. Uh, yeah, so you get 30 hit points there, Elena. <laughs> okay. A very oh, need 30, but yeah. A very kind thing that you just did, but it doesn't amount to much. Anonral Sin waves his hands and beams of energy just sort of fly out from him. Uh all three of you make dexterity saving throws. Fourteen. Fail. Fourteen. Fail. I got an eighteen. Fail. This will go quick. Uh, all of you guys take 33 damage. Okay. And then Anonral Sin uh, proceeds to point at each of you individually. 25 versus your AC Garden. Uh, 23 versus your AC Elianod. And uh, uh, 22 versus your AC Aegon. Does that hit? Those are all hits. Wonderful. Yep. And you guys each take uh, 27 damage. So I'm dead. Uh, I didn't feel anything. I mean, I don't feel anything anymore. Let me ah. <laughs> Are you snapped out of your bear form? Yeah, I'm out of my bear form. Anonymous Sin looks at you, Aegon. He says, 
Do you see what the saddest part about wishing for death is? When you turn into a bear. Uh, it's that you watch your friends die, and you don't have your suffering ended like the rest of them. And he points right between your eyes, Aegon, and says, Goodbye, good doctor. And everything goes black. And that's where we're going to end, noobs. And the basement door opens. Aegon, Garden, and Eliadon. The three of you walk down the stairs of the abandoned chateau. You've just met Zaelg, the envy of the Flesh of Infinity, who has let you know that there is a mirror down here that could be of great importance to you if you want to see things as they truly are. And you walk downstairs, and there is nothing but rubble. Looks like this is just like a war zone. Would you guys like to go looking around? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Aegon. You see a skeletal arm. And holding on to that skeletal arm is a dead sprite inside of a clear glass bottle. And you pick it up, and something about it seems important. Elinot. You find tattered robes, and beside them, a silver spoon with an M engraved on the handle. Once again, seems important. Garden, you find scraps of armor, and uh, beside that is an empty silver snuff box bearing the inscription, Dreams. Hmm. All three of you guys make insight checks. Seems familiar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. 18. I got a natural 20. Garden? Uh, 16. Garden, with a 16, yeah, something seems weird about it. You want to hang on to it. It seems important, but you're not really sure why. Uh, Aegon, with an 18, uh, yeah, there's something weird about this, like something familiar about this. Elianot. With a natural 20, you get the unmistakable feeling that you have been here, that you have done this, that you have held this. And when you look at the tattered old robes, they sort of look like the clothes you're wearing. You look over at the skeletal arm near Aegon, and it seems to be an exact match. For his length of arm. And you look over in the scraps of armor. By Garden. Look a lot like. His armor. Okay. So I'm going to let them know that. You guys see the mirror. That Zale talked about. But now you start getting a bad feeling. Like. Like maybe. This is. Maybe this is not what you want to do. What would you guys like to do? Well, something tells me we've been here before. Doesn't this kind of look like a place we've... Like, these these things look very odd. Maybe this mirror isn't 
the best idea. Do we want to get in league with a Lord of Madness? No, it's probably not a good idea. I'm not too fond of the idea either. Zale appears suddenly behind you. You didn't hear him walk down the stairs or anything, and he's a like a mirror with like living parts coming off them, so you don't really know how he snuck up on you. But Zalek says, So, you remember. What is all this? Time is under the beck and call of my master, Ananrul Sin, the flesh of infinity. You can take the mirror, and you can go, as you've done in the past. And as an honorable sin thought you would again, time and time again. This is your chance to leave this place. To go and never return to this awful land. You but guys, about, you guys have... about the blighted land and... You guys have vague memories of doing this before. And yeah, you feel like this is sort of like your second time around, third time around, fourth. You don't really know how time works. This is kind of confusing. But yeah, you feel like this is something you've done before. And you don't know for sure, but maybe having done it once before on your previous trip through time means that just doing it the same way again might not exactly yield a different result. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, so I don't I don't touch the mirror. I just leave it. Yeah, I'm gonna leave the mirror also. I'll leave it. Zalg kinda smiles. He says Ah, this is kind of the decision I hoped you would make. But not the one that's in my best interest. My domain is the abandoned chateau, and my job was to give you that mirror. If I cannot give you that mirror, you see cracks splinter across Zalg. No! And I will be no more. And Zale shatters. <laughs> Zale. You punched him! That was before I knew him! <laughs> and you guys feel like maybe if a non-real sin is so focused on you three and he did horrible things to all these people to bring them to this place to cause corruption just to get you to take care of this being maybe it is in your best interest just to leave did you want to do so yeah yeah and you three go back to Lava Cloud Village. Let everyone know you're leaving. And you let Arnold Payne know that there, you know, there's 
there's not much to be done. There's not a lot going on. You know, it's it's best that he doesn't worry about it. And you get in a carriage, and everyone bids you farewell, and you guys go to leave Lava Cloud Village. And the carriage starts rattling down the road, and you guys are sort of alone in your thoughts and the only kind of noise that's being made is the kind of the the dirt road bumping of the the carriage the the thing that confuses me is what did we do when we were chasing an unreal sin did none of that affect anything why are we still here why are we together the carriage driver Let's go of the reins. And you see Norris with his leather, you know, kind of collar popped up and the wide rimmed hat around his uh, uh, head. And he flicks the hat and pulls the leather down. And you see what looks to be almost like a nonral sin. But his teeth are this rows and rows of sharp teeth. And he says, I owe you an apology. My name is Istie, the sloth of the flesh of infinity. I like to take things easy, you see. But do you know who doesn't? And he sort of pulls back his flesh and pulls off what should be a mask, but you see a very familiar face. Anonral Sin laughs and says, Oh, you three are not going anywhere. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.